Excuse me. Excuse me. What in the world are you thinking? Me, Gene, the first thing you need to do is to tell these people to shut up if you want to hear what I got to say. What up, y'all? KMB the Sexy Ninja for C Plus Studios, and welcome to the New World Podcast, brother, for life. And remember, this is fueled, this is powered by... I'll take it from here. Big Daddy Straight coming at you, but crazyhoodies.com spelled with a Z. It's a damn shame I have to keep saying that, too, because people... (laughs) (laughs) They they ask me all the time, well, who's the crazy hoodies? I can't find it. Did you put the Z? And they don't. They 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 never do. But folks, go check it out. Crazyhoodies.com, spelled with the Z. Go check out all the latest gear that's on there. The Alchemy line, just different designs. And I, used to, I for all you alcoholics out there like me, well, not really alcoholics, semi-alcoholics. It got tumblers on, <laughs> like wine tumblers on there that turned into good shot glasses. I'm not gonna lie. So go check it out. Crazyhoodies.com, spelled with a Z. And what was your podcast called? Big Daddy Forever. Ooh. You can check us out. On, it is on C Plus Studio. It's even, it's even located on uh, my YouTube, Big Daddy Forever. You can also check it out on Buzzsprout and anywhere where your fine podcasting services are. Yes, uh, anywhere and everywhere. Uh, if you are subscribed to C Plus Studios itself, you will get all these great shows. The Sexy Ninja Cast, Big Daddy Forever, the New World Podcast, that crazy, that juggalo vlog, and the mighty return of the Social Vent Podcast, which happened last Thursday. And trust us, we are just getting started. That shit was fun. That shit was fun. We just went for it. Oh, yeah. But do you want to know what went for it today? SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Holy shit. Was badass. SummerSlam was hella good. Yeah. Um... I saw an interview with uh, Triple H, and they asked him, like, what makes the difference between this show and, like, when Vince was running it? He goes, you just got to watch. <laughs> That's all you got to do. You just got to watch, and you will see the differences. Man. I'm telling you, like, from start to finish, especially with uh, the women's well, Raw title match with uh, Be- Becky Lynch and uh, Bianca Belair, they tore the house down. They set the they set the precedence, boy. You, you can you can tell everyone in the back was probably just like, God dang it, we have to top that. Yes, you do. They brought it. Yes, they did. And like, and then when Bailey came back, and then with her new faction with uh, Dakota Kai and um, uh, EO Sky. Yeah, yes, yeah. Now, it's no longer EO Shirai. It's EO Sky. Yeah, and so that 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 was like I was like holy crap! I feel like that was like an NXT moment. <laughs> that you know what I mean? That's that was just like guess what? This is what we're gonna do. And Triple H tweeted a tweet after that says we're just getting started, and I'm just like oh my god! And I think that now that Vince is gone, every I, I've said this before on this on the New World podcast is that the energy is different, very it, different. Yeah, it, it's it's. Different beyond everything, and I feel I feel it through the wrestlers, especially when they wrestle now, mm-hmm. and they look like, oh my gosh, I don't have really any restrictions. Like I can do what I'm here to do. I, I felt that I saw it. it d- just the wrestling alone. I mean, you can you can tell just on the shows alone. There's more wrestling. There's no. There's less talking. More wrestling. They're going for it, and just overall, you can tell that the wrestlers look. I don't know, bro. They they look relaxed. They like look they're having fun. Yeah, they look like they're having fun. Even the crowd, even um, 
you know, I, I, I'm very, I'm, I have a Twitter, but I very go sell them, go on it. But I did go check out Raw, I mean, the WWE uh, Twitter, and a lot of fans said the same thing. These episodes felt like fun. And I, I, I agree. I, I love it, man. Hats off to Triple H and the entire new creative crew, Stephanie and Nick Khan. You'll get over it, bro. Yeah. Sorry. You'll get over it. Also, also too. <laughs> Man, the the big highlights for me was uh, Edge, Edge's return wasn't a highlight, but it was pretty cool. Uh, what was it called? I'm trying to I'm like it's trying to that show is so much that you have to wrap your brain around the whole, whole damn SummerSlam itself and that main event. I didn't think Brock and Roman was going to be that amazing. <laughs> Man, they- <laughs> <laughs> I, right? Like when the tractor came out, I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then it just it just kept on building from there and escalating and building and building. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, and if you look at the thumbnail for the show, it's Roman standing on top of uh, Brock Lesnar, the pile that's on Brock Lesnar. I was like, "That needs to be a fucking superhero statue right there." <laughs> somebody, somebody will do it. Somebody's gonna do it. Oh man! Like, and I enjoyed I enjoyed the hell out of that match, and I didn't think I was going to because how many times have we seen Roman and Brock, Roman and Brock, Roman and Brock? So. And I heard after the show, he got in the ring, sat in the corner way up where it was high up from the tractor, uh-huh. and tipped his hat off. And I think he's saying goodbye to the WWE. I think so too. He he really is a he really is a, a, a Vince McMahon man. You know uh, what they say? I'm, I'm a Heyman. I'm a Heyman guy. I'm a Heyman guy. Yeah, he's he's a Vince guy. Just like just like Jericho said too. Jer- Jericho said he's a Vince guy all the way. And yeah, but thank you, thank you, Brock. That was fun. Thank you for the last couple of years of you really showing your character and really just having personality fun and his personality, <laughs> all that stuff. It's been fun. I, I actually turned into a Brock uh, Brock Lesnar fan. That is shocking because if you go back, there's some old episodes where we do talk wrestling, and he just does not like Brock. I can't stand that <laughs> some bitch. But man, just the last couple of years, he's really he's grown on me, especially his. You know, the whole cowboy hat, the cowboy hat, just being him, cracking jokes, laughing and stuff like that. Yeah, it, he's grown on me and it's too bad he's leaving. Yeah. But um, what would you say was the highlight for you from the show? Uh, see, when I came home yesterday, I had started in on the Logan Paul, from the Logan Paul match on down. Uh, I have two highlights now. The the women's match, the Bianca Belair versus Becky, that was that I said they they set the precedence. They brought it, man. They and they they really they really brought it, man. I, I'm proud of both of them. Logan Paul, say what you will about that cat, that boy. <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna lie, he gets on my nerves sometimes too, man. But you cannot doubt the the success, the drive that he has that he has set for himself in order to do something that he absolutely loves. Does he have a good career in wrestling? He he does if he sticks with it. I have he, a feeling he, it's not like going a, to, he though. surprised the hell out of me. I I don't like Logan Paul. The whole build up to this match has been really dumb and the whole balls thing, you know, the size of my balls and whatnot with Mez. I was it got really old, but as soon as Logan got in that ring and he just went to town, I was just like all right, my hat's off, man. My hat's off big time to you. He's he has like I said, he has a future if he sticks with it. But I have a feeling I don't know how long his contract's for. You know, he signed something with Vince. I don't know if it's a per appearance deal, but whatever he does, I hope he gives us what he just gave us in SummerSlam. I feel like he's gonna be more of the big shows. Like Survivor Series, SummerSlam. 
uh, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble. You know, I think he's going to be more of those shows, you know, the big, big shows. And talk about big shows because I was texting with Penta last night. This felt like a WrestleMania, <laughs> especially how huge that stadium was. Yeah, it didn't feel like a SummerSlam. This this felt this really did feel like a WrestleMania for a minute there. I thought it was. Uh, this brought me it brought me back to one of my favorite SummerSlams, uh, SummerSlam 1991, Bret Hart versus uh, Mr. Perfect. That was one of the matches that will always stand out in my mind. But that whole the whole scale of that SummerSlam really felt like a WrestleMania as well, and this felt the same way. Yeah, and like it's and another one. Uh, what was a big one? Uh, I really didn't care for the Ronda and Liv match. I thought that finish was a little wonky, and also I'm really not. I'm really not digging Liv as champ because she's basically doing Bianca Belair's shtick. Um, I'm the underdog. I fought so hard. I, you know, I I'm not. I'm never giving up, and this and that. Like it's totally. Like, if I can show you a Bianca Belair promo from when she started, that was the same thing. I'm a fighter. I'm this. I'm that. And and the way she won looked really weak to me with the way that finish was. Because, honestly, even the wife said, it's like, how the hell's Liv going to beat Ronda Rousey? You know? And then when it finished like that, she tapped to Ronda. Yeah, so. before, before the three count. Because... I, I, for the first time, I actually agreed with Corey Graves. <laughs> he said, because you know he was getting hyped up. You know he just wanted to say, you see that bitch tapped out first? <laughs> I'm like you, though, bro. Liv is, doesn't seem believable as a champ to me. She's, she, I don't know, she just, she just doesn't. Yeah, and did you notice those little weird little showcases throughout the show, like with Kevin Owens and uh, Charlotte Flair? I think there's one for Seth Rollins. Do you think that's Triple H trying to tell us I'm going to bring the actual people I believe who I felt are stars back, especially Kevin Owens? Because Kevin Owens is a Triple H guy. And when Triple H got pulled away from the mix, you saw Kevin Owens was uh, just disappeared. Just kind of just went to the background doing these little vignette things. You know, nothing really like what he did when he was a champ and this and that. He just kind of went to the background like everybody else. And I, I told Pinta this last night. I feel it in my bones. Once contracts are up in AEW, Adam Cole and this and that, you know, people who had problems with creative in WWE are now that they know that Triple H is back in charge. I think they're going to start jumping ship back to WWE. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They and if that happens, they need to either expand the time the time for Raw and SmackDown. Or they need to create another show. Well, like um, that Pat McAfee match too. Oof. <laughs> I love Pat and his new theme song. That that oh, like he he like that, <laughs> that was hilarious. That man. theme song is definitely like I know he was a part of that process. He didn't go into the, the studio and be like, I want track X V that one. That's my theme song. He wanted an arena type theme song that everybody can chant with kind of like seth rollins music where he goes oh Oh, and that riddle and seth (laughs) that that threw me like that threw me off that made me happy though because i'm like oh yeah we can be tricked as fans we can you know be like oh surprised and by by wrestling because it's been so formulaic with wwe and, you know, you can predict what's going to happen, 
But getting stuff like Seth and R- Riddle in the middle of the show, I was like, what is going on? I'm loving this. I loved it too. That felt like some old school ECW right there. Where, where someone, it'd be, uh, someone had just finished a match and two guys go out there to the ring. I'll kick your ass. Come on, bring it. Let's, let's just do this. And like, for instance, Heat Wave 99. That's what the entire pay-per-view <laughs> felt like. Everyone just kept running in. Uh-uh. It's my time. Bring your ass out here. Let's fight. And here comes a ref, and they would fight. And it really, really made for a good surprise for for all that for that entire pay per view. Yeah, that that that's what I'm excited about. Especially now, like rest wrestling has become somewhat of a chore lately. You know, like okay, I gotta watch Raw, and then I gotta do my review, and I gotta do this and that. But for the past like week, just this week. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, what's going to happen on Raw? Ooh, what's going to happen on SmackDown? You know, that that excitement is back now. It, it's, it's like, okay, anything and everything can happen. We are in unknown territory at this point. And on Raw, we're going to see where, where Triple H wants to go with these storylines. I can't wait to see. I, it, it's, this, this is why I think Stephanie and Triple H make, make the perfect husband wife team triple h has that creative drive he sees it from the wrestler's perspective and what actually works you know sure you can have all the creative storylines you want to but if you don't go in there and have matches that people just want to see some just some good old-fashioned down south territory matches it ain't gonna work but here's stephanie who is part of the bigger picture the mcmahon that mcmahon vision but Stephanie's not following her dad's vision no more. She's following what she knows, what she sees works too. And it's going to be a perfect balance. I can't wait to see where they go. Is Shane going to come back into the mix? I don't think so. I, I, I don't I, think, I think Shane's done. Maybe, maybe, like I said, unknown territories. Also too, it's, it's good for the wrestlers to know that they got somebody there that actually has their back. Because I, I've noticed as soon as Triple H has taken over, you you can see what he's taking away, like what's Vince's stuff, because I believe if Vince was still in power at this point, theory would have walked out with both titles. He, he, he would have walked out with all the damn belts. Yeah. He would have walked out with everything. And that would cause, that would cause a lot of animosity backstage. And it's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing that Vince is gone. And uh, that, you notice how short that match was with Bobby. like like the past week and a half they'd been like not i don't think they're trying to bury the kid but they're trying to make him earn earn his spot that was just given to him you know i I think that's what they're trying to do with him they're like you know when daddy was here he gave you the keys to the kingdom daddy's not here no more i'm in charge you got to earn your spot like you wouldn't have been my choice for the money in the bank you know I, I, I really see with that promo where <clears throat> you're telling me, <clears throat> sorry, earlier during the week about um, Roman Reigns and, and Theory. He says, Daddy's not here no more. <laughs> now, see, if that was me, I'd have fired back, yes, Daddy ain't here no more. So this means your ass got to wrestle too. No more breaks. Get in the ring. Well, sh- <laughs> it was, <laughs> I, th- been I, me. I think it was Raw or SmackDown where... No, it was Raw when uh, Roman came out. Then Roman came out again in the main event for the uh, six-man tag. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, he can wrestle on these shows. You know, he <laughs> he's the champ. He has to wrestle. Like, you know, he has to make an appearance and stuff like that. And that's why I was surprised on SmackDown he didn't show up. So 
maybe he's like, oh shit, I had a good gig when Vince was here, you know? <laughs> yeah, not no more. You, you got you got to earn. You got to earn. Go back to earning your keep. Sure, you may have had this thing where they were going to make you a novelty like the Undertaker, but the Undertaker earned that. You are just a gimmick right now, a good one, but you got to earn your keep again. Yeah, and um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think over the show. Is there any match we missed? Oh wait, Street Profits and the Usos. Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna come up to that one. Uh, to me, that was the show. That was. I think that was a show stealing match right there. I mean, they <laughs> they brought it, man. They brought it. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's crazy is like um, this. It's not our official anniversary, but I just time it around here because it's SummerSlam. But this is me and my wife's like. We've been together for 11 years now. Mm-hmm. And our first uh, SummerSlam was uh, CM Punk versus uh, John Cena. I think Triple H was the referee, champ for champ, champ versus champ and whatnot. And out of, like, she actually sat there and wa- usually she's on the phone and she doesn't care. She actually, like, was like, oh, put her phone down and just watched. And, she, <laughs> and, she, and like, I was like, there we go. That's damn good television. If you can make somebody who doesn't really care about the product right now be like, oh, what's what's going on over here, you know, and just watch. <laughs> yeah, that was when Vince actually had good creative ideas when, who was a writer at the time? Freddie Prince Jr., huh? Oh. Yeah, he was, he was writing during that time. and He's trying to create his own promotion. Is it really? Yeah, I believe so. Good luck to him, man. I hope he does it. He has, <laughs> he has an expensive wife. Oh. Did I say that loud? My bad. <laughs> but overall, with SummerSlam, what would you rate it? You can do your scale of five. I'm going to. I know. I was like, well, you know, we'll keep it five for the New World podcast, just so it's easy because there's five star matches, four star matches. Keep it another wrestling theme right there. What would you rate this? I give it. I give it a five out of five. That really, it, it really, to me, that's my second favorite SummerSlam. Honestly, first one was '91. This is this is my number two. I will say I agree. I drop a five as well because it was exciting. It felt different. Even though we've seen these matches a, a billion times, you know, repeat cards, this time felt like, oh, we're just, we're here to have fun. We're here to entertain the WWE universe. We are bringing it. And on that note, I will say I don't believe AEW will ever get to a stadium show like that i disagree give him time give him time tony tony needs to reel it in he needs to if he if he gets as laser sharp focus as wwe he they really can be a legitimate threat but right now like you said a while back on on one of your podcasts aew is all over the place they're trying to appease fans too much they're trying to be different, which is cool, but they have too many people, not enough shows. They need to honestly let some of these people go. Well, you know, it's just a quick side note before we end this podcast, but my, I, I don't hate AEW. I just dislike where we went with AEW because when AEW started, it was something of like, oh my gosh, all these indie wrestlers that I freaking love, you know, are finally going to get some shine, you know. And then slowly it just started progressing. Like when they signed Chris Jericho, I was like, all right, cool. That makes sense. You need a face that people will recognize, a name people will know. 
Then slowly we got CM Punk, and then we're getting all these other ex WWE guys that are coming in, and now you know your champ is an ex WWE guy, Moxley. Mm-hmm. You know it, <laughs> and that's why I believe that MJF promo came from the heart because he's like, "Yo, what the fuck is this?" Like. We were supposed to be a revolution in this industry. Now we're just signing ex WWE guys just to piss off the other guy. Like, but I like I said, I'm predicting it. Once contracts are up, now that Vince is it, not Vince, uh, Triple H is in charge. Sh- uh, they're gonna jump ships. Do I see, do I see Moxley going back? No, no, I don't see him going back at all. He's having fun. He's having a blast. What he's doing, you know, going between AEW and then New Japan. Oh yeah, he's turned up between both promotions right now. And I think, too, the WWE just put a bad taste in his mouth, you know, like a CM Punk. But I don't think he's as bitter as CM Punk because CM Punk is CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, CM- and I know your feelings on CM Punk. <laughs> he's a little, little crybaby bitch. He is. But at the same time, he's probably earned it. He's, he's you know, he's, no, he's gone back and forth between so many promotions and they promised him one thing and reneged on another. It, yeah, Moxley, though, like you said, he's a he's a whole different breed. He's a whole different cat. He's like, hey, you know, his mellow self. Oh, it is what it is. You know, no, like, just, no, just, no, just no. get me in the ring. Let me do my thing. And he goes, we'll all be happy. Just don't piss me off. <laughs> then, then Renee's going to rub one out with me. And then I'm going to get back in that ring and do my thing. Oh, but shit, Renee. You know, you can't, you can't go wrong with a wife like Renee. She's down for him. She has a great podcast, too. She does. That podcast is bad. Renee, thank you for the great podcast. I love Janiah Jack's one. And she cusses a lot. I didn't realize <laughs> Renee cussed that much. She, yeah. <laughs> you, you know. Yeah. Who, brought, who brought it to her attention? Nia Jax brought it to her attention. She goes, girl, you cuss like me. She goes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, drop your comments below. Tell us what you thought of SummerSlam. What was your rating for the show? What was the highlights for you? What made you feel like a kid again watching the WWE and knowing that we're going in a different direction. Drop those comments below. And after that, you're going to like and subscribe. You're going to share it with your grandma, share it with your grandpa, share it with the bum down at Walmart. And you're also going to check out Big Daddy Forever. You're going to check out crazyhoodies.com spelled with a Z. Z. <laughs> One more thing. I saw the most savage ass meme about Vince. <laughs> it, was something, it was something to the effect of Vince paid more for pussy than he did for WCW. Oh yeah, I that was. That. I was like, I was, I was like, I was like, like Wakanda Savage. He goes, yeah. <laughs> Vince McMahon dropped more money for Coochie than he did for 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 a has been for a has been promotion. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it was worth it, boy. I hope it was worth it. <laughs> and on that note. This is the New World Podcast for life, brother. Baby. I got to ask, you're in charge of creative now. How is the product going to be different underneath you as opposed to when Vince McMahon had the book? Got to watch the show. Come on. That's not an answer. That is an answer. If you asked a question and I answered you, that's an answer.